I remember I was like overseas this back when I was in the military and um, I was with one of my um, really good friends. She was a sergeant. She's Mexican. I'm black. Okay. First time in the UK, we walking around, you know, like a stale. And um, this uh, British guy in the Royal Were Air you Force. the American boy? Yes, I okay. was the American. Let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> I was an American girl too. I was around there. It was so much fun. And so like my homegirl was like um, Mexican. I'm black. But a lot of the black people over there come from like Africa or like other parts of the Caribbean. And so they're darker skinned. And so like, I don't think they see a lot of light skinned black people. So we were over there. This guy was like, what are you? And he was talking to uh, my homegirl and she was like, I'm Mexican. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Mexican, like from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah. He was like, are you a Mexican or a Mexicaint? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, their humor is very dry. Yeah. And she was like, I can and will beat your ass. <laughs> and so I started laughing and he was like, and what are you? I was like, I'm black. He was like, block, block like the night. And I was like this. The audacity. Yeah, I mean, just with everything going on. Sit your white ass down. Yeah, it is black. Yeah, yeah. What it looked like. I just smiled. I was like, okay. You got the audacity. Anywho, Jamie. Another episode of the audacity. Here we are. The audacity. I thought we were just drinking wine, just, just on, on some GP shit, you know? Yes, the GP is correct. But also, <laughs> we are recording another episode of the Audacity oh, Podcast. Oh, perfect. All right, Hello. okay, all right. Perfect. Welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, how Thank are you. you? How are you? What's been up? How am I? I am, I'm great, actually. I'm doing pretty good. Um, my, uh, my landscaper, he uh, put up a fence for me. Money. Come on. Uh, security. <laughs> security. Privacy. You need yeah. some privacy. I, I saw that when I like walked up and I was like, oh, this nigga got a, a privacy gate? Bro, I thought somebody had stolen my bike rack from my uh, from my car on the back of my, you know, when I... Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I had just hit it for myself. I didn't know. But mm-hmm. I had put up a whole thing. I had found it today, too. I was like, damn, look at that. Right there. You mean to tell me your stolen bike rack yeah. was just a misplaced I bike rack? I told you about a stolen bike yes. rack. Yes! Yeah. I was like, that is crazy. Somebody walked up in here and stole that. That's what I said. <laughs> Apparently, it was me, and I just put it in the shed. Well, I'm glad you caught the thief. <laughs> I'm glad you caught him. I'm glad you caught that nigga. Not on my watch. <laughs> what else has been going on? Um, What has been going on? Um... You see nothing. I mean, you know, coronavirus. Right. Cetera, it is a pandemic. Know, it's, it's hard to be in the streets. I did something though. Oh, I got a haircut. Bruh, fresh. Mm-hmm. I miss my barber. I'm so glad y'all can't see me right now. Jamie, not gonna be making me look bad. Hey, I ain't say nothing though. You look fresh as fuck. I look like one of those kids on the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> the need help <laughs> immediately. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. What oh. else? I think I'm not, is there anything else I did? I feel like there's something. I don't know. I'm oh, I did my taxes. Bruh. That's what it was. Bro, Bruh. I did my taxes like the what day were they due? Like Friday or Thursday or something? Don't ask me. I did mine early. I Bro. do not know. I think it was July first. No, it was the fifteenth. Okay, okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a test. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't be late in the wrong places. Right. You gotta know when you can be you late and how, how late, late you can, can be. be. Okay. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> but uh, other than that, it was, that was it. Um, yeah, I think that was pretty much it. Bruh. That I can think of. Let me tell you how was what. Your, how was your time? Let me tell you what happened to me. What's going on? So, Friday, um, I, before Friday, I was experiencing a lot of pain in my neck and shoulder. Like, I was holding, like, hella tension. You know, there's a lot going on in the world. Too much. And I typically hold, like, tension, like, in the upper, mm-hmm. my, like, my shoulders. And so, um, I was in so much pain, I couldn't sleep. I actually, like, couldn't even, like, look to the left. It had gotten really bad, and so I decided to go to a witch doctor on okay. Friday to um, <laughs> to get it fixed. Um, some of you call them chiropractors, yeah, um, because I, I I that was like a very crazy experience. I bet, bro. The, was it the best time of your life or the worst time? Bro, of your life? they tortured me. Yeah. at the chiropractor's office. Yeah, I had never been before. It's a 50-50 situation. Have you been before? Yeah, I went when I had a car accident. I and it's funny. That's the first thing they asked me. They said, "Oh, were you in a wreck?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "No." They said, "You're just here." <laughs> and I was like, "Should I not be here? Is this a place for the impaired?" Like, I went and I was really nervous. And like the lady, it was all black um, run chiropractor office, all black oh, women, okay. all black doctors. You know, I was searching. Okay, I said I want to go where keep the money in our community. Mm-hmm. 
So I show up and the lady's really nice. She's walking me through it. She's like, don't be scared. It is going to be painful, but I'm going to walk you through it. I said, cool. She says, I'm about to do this pressure point release. Mm. And I was like, okay. And so she's like, because you know, you got to loosen the muscles before she can get to the bones. So she starts doing her little pressure point release. Have you ever been in so much pain that you start laughing because you don't want to yell out? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I started laughing uncontrollably. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because I was in so much normal. pain. That's not normal. It's not. Okay. And she was like, just breathe through it. I said, oh, I, I'm, I've been holding my breath since I got in here. If it's one thing you can do, you can do is breathe. <laughs> and I wasn't breathing. So I'm laughing. She finally finishes that up. It was really cool. And then she like, she's like, lay down on the table. She cracks my neck. Mm-hmm. She cracks me. She cracks my back. And then finally, she's like, okay, I need you to put your hands behind your back and interlock your fingers. I said, also like I'm being arrested. And so she started laughing. I said, got it. Mm-hmm. So I did it. She said, I need you to listen. It's going to feel like a wrestling move. She's like, get on the ball of your heel. So I raised my feet up like I'm on the ball. And she puts her arms behind my arms and literally like kind of picks me up, cracks my whole back and my chest mm. at once. It mm-hmm. sounded like a Crips and Bloods were fighting in the room. Yeah. Like that's how bad my body was. Mm-hmm. And um I feel a lot better now. Okay. And she was like, yeah, you should totally come back in a month. I said, yeah, I'll totally be back. Bitch, I ain't going back. <laughs> I can't go back to car. But you said it gave you relief. I feel so much better, y'all. Like, what if you feel as bad as you did before you went? I probably would go again. See? Or, dang, I'm going to have to find an acupuncturist or some shit. You think that's better? I don't know. Are I you, never tried that either. You cool with needles just poking you? Like, yeah, yes. Okay. I have right. several tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I know them. Touche. So, yeah, that was my recap. Okay. That's not bad. That's pretty good. I mean, you know, you worked through it. I did what I had to do. Don't we always? Pretty much. <laughs> I just realized that um, now that, uh, well, I was actually just, there's really no correlation, but I'm going to mention <laughs> the, the the Audacity Candles that we have. Yes. So I wanted to mention those for the people that skipped the last couple episodes, and I don't <laughs> know what you was thinking. I guess it was probably because, we, you know, it was a grief segment, and not everybody's ready for that conversation, That's right? real. But... Um, what you did miss is um, the official, is it the official dropping of the candles, I guess? Question yeah, right? pretty much. Like, the pre-orders are out. If you want a candle, the two cents we have are lavender sandalwood, mm-hmm. vanilla bourbon, mm-hmm. um, more to be announced, TBA. But yeah, we are taking pre-orders. I've actually, some people already have their candles. I mailed a few today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But what I was um, realizing was we've made it to our 50th episode. What? Our half century 50th episode. Like right now? No, this is a, a, the cent, the half century and a, and a one. <laughs> and one? This is 51. Yo! Yeah. So, uh, we're doing it. Congratulations. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. I did not even, you know I don't be counting because math ain't, ain't, that's not my strong suit. Well, it's just the plus one. Okay. So plus mm-hmm. one's usually And you lost me as soon as you said century. <laughs> I was in my mind like, okay, that ain't a decade. <laughs> that's, more than a, that's more than a decade, I think. How many episodes have we <laughs> <laughs> more than 12. Did he say a dozen? Yo. But yeah, 51. That's it's lit. today, right now. Mm-hmm. Y'all, help us celebrate our 51st mm. episode. And yo, pre-order these candles, yo. They're great. Might as well. Um, some people are leaving reviews. Like, they're really good candles, y'all. Hand-poured mm-hmm. soy. They mm-hmm. last long. Mm-hmm. Yo, pre-order. And the website will be up soon, for those of you that have been asking me. Yep, yep. We know you guys are asking. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's jump into the first segment. Let's do it. Let's do what we got. All right, so the first segment this week is love drought in a pandemic. Mm. I'm going to talk about me. Oh, okay, I thought this was like, a, I didn't know, because I was like, are you volunteering me to do this segment? Because I was <laughs> like, damn, you're just going to put my whole non-business no, out there. I'm going to put my business out first. Okay, all right. Um, and the business is, business is bad. Okay, business has not been good. I've been out here. I'm for sale. I am in foreclosure. Nigga need a Black Friday sale over there. <laughs> please, bruh, I literally have not had sex in probably almost a year. Wow. And I feel like this pandemic has only been going on seven years. Yeah. So Yeah. Somewhere I'm, in there. I'm, I'm due for an oil change. For like sure. I need a tune up. It's getting really, really bad. Like, I am on all the dating apps again, like all of them. Yeah. And I'm not looking for soulmates. You're just looking for somebody for the right now. But I'm also scared. Like, I'm like, yes, I found someone. Mm-hmm. It could go down right now, but I don't want to die from the coronavirus. coronavirus. It sucks. It's coronavirus out here. It's really know? sad for, like, single people, I feel like. It's hard. Yeah, man. And, and you know, it, it got people. I think about, I talked about this. For me, I, I think I, I'm going to say, I'm going to stop talking about people. I'm like, first person. You got me, like, <laughs> looking back in, like, old text messages. It's like, okay, how strong was me? And, like, was, was this conversation, like, 
not enough or too much or what was the thing? So I feel you, man. Um, I think I got stood up for a date this past weekend. The fact that you were going to go out on a date, you are brave. Bro, I, that's why I say I think because I didn't, <laughs> I wasn't present either. I was at Target. <laughs> I was like, I need essentials. I'm literally trying to work up the courage because I'm like, I really want to be able to get my oil changed. Yeah. I want someone to be able to visit Bro. the grocery store, it's, go up and down the aisles. I just looking for somebody to check the oil. He ain't got to change it. <laughs> it's just really sad. Like all my friends that are in relationships. Like I've been seeing people post, you know, things about like, you know, yes, you know, quarantine, all these quarantine babies. Right. I've been seeing people like, you know, check on your single friends. It's hard out here, you know. And if you are single and you're out there in the streets and you have not caught the corona, please tell me what uh, preventive measures you've been taking because I need to know. Yeah, I mean, the having caught coronavirus is is a thing, but um, I, I don't know, man. Like it's. The the app dating, I don't know, man. It, it just feels like all the roads lead to, okay, about this coronavirus conversation. For you know, real. They all lead that way. And, you know, some of these women out here, of course, they're fine. But mm-hmm. at the same time, in their eyes, it look like they've been running too many errands. Mm-hmm. You know, just been in too many stores. I, I just keep thinking, like, is this is this nut worth me not being able to breathe? Yeah. I and, mm-hmm. and I'm getting to the point where I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, uh, you, you really, and you don't want somebody to just waste your time, also, because that's like you know back in the day, somebody wasting your time, you're like, oh, okay, cool, but now it's like, okay, you can't waste my time in a pandemic. At this time, at this point, they can waste my time as long as they come over, I, hug me. Well, hey, I need someone to be like, hey, yeah, hi, you look nice. Like at this yeah. point, it's rough. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so for those of you out there who also experience love drought, we feel your pain. Um, please Indeed. DM me some of your stories so I don't feel so alone. It can't be just us. It cannot be just we us. We got great personalities. Check on your single friends. Yeah, check it's on hard us. out here. I mean them. Check on them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're about to dive into some pop culture. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready for, for something popular. So <laughs> I am not too abreast on this story. I remember we were talking about it off air. So Meg the Stallion. Um, who I've been seeing a lot of because she's one of the judges on the show Legendary I've been watching. Um, she got shot in the leg. Bro, what? she got more street cred than me. What is going on? And I'm from the streets. <laughs> um, so apparently she was uh, hanging out with Tory Lanez. Okay. When I say hanging out with Tory Lanez, she was hanging out with Kylie Jenner. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that. And he was right. over at her house. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> Plus one ass nigga. <laughs> and uh, we don't have a lot of details, but... Long story short, at sometime after the pool party at, at uh, Miss Jenner's house, mm-hmm. um, uh, Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez were um, taken into custody by the police. That was the the initial like news report, right? Yeah, they were like, "Oh snap, she got arrested." Blah, 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 what happened with Tory? Lanez? And then we were like, "Oh man, actually, what she released on her own Instagram was that she wasn't arrested. Um, she was actually shot by someone." Um, while she was riding in the car with Tory Lanez. And so now, you know, um, basically like black Twitter, but also just everybody's just trying to figure out what happened in the Who story. Who shot Meg the Stallion? That it became like this whole mur- the murder mystery that people were trying to, well, she's not murdered, but this praise whole, God. what is that? Right. I said praise God. <laughs> um, but it's just become this whole mystery about like who shot Meg the Stallion and why would you? Like she's done nothing but give us twerk song after twerk song all the videos. She's a great uh, just rapper, personality, etc. Big facts. Um, you know, some news came about, out about her, you know, getting taken advantage of by her music industry. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, who's shooting Mavis Stallion? So there are rumors that um, Tory Lanez was trying to holler. You know, he had the uh, quarantine radio on Instagram mm-hmm. that was, you know, pretty, pretty popular mm-hmm. for a while. Um, and... So after that whole thing, um, but it, it turns out that people think that Meg Thee Stallion wasn't interested in Meg, in Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. So therefore, he um, he got ended up shooting her in the leg or foot or something like so that. So he got shot down and yeah. allegedly shot her. Shot up the, the car at least, yeah. And you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what made me well, mad? This is rumors. We don't, this has not been this, confirmed. Alleged, alleged, guys. It's not been confirmed. This is all alleged. But, like, you going to shoot her in, like, her money. Make- like, she need them legs and knees we need, to be the stuff. We need her legs and knees to work. Like, we needed it just Bruh. as much as she Yeah. Yo. It don't make no sense, bro. If any of you outside um, 
you know, of this podcast room have the scoop, please DM me info. I need to know because she's been very, like you said, I saw her Instagram post mm-hmm. and she's not like really talking about it. No one is really like yeah. being like, yes, Tory Lane. I think she's me. like not covering up. I think she's like not revealing right, right, what right. actually happened on purpose because I think her bodyguard says some cryptic stuff. Yes. And her manager. Yeah. Her bodyguard was like, she ain't never going nowhere else without me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's going to be awkward in the restroom. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awkward as hell. Sound like um, T.I. Child, please leave the doctor's office. <laughs> um, well, this is hot off the presses. So I don't know if you've been seeing on Twitter. People have been posting videos of Kanye West's uh, campaign event that he had in South Carolina. Yeah. I've, I've, people have retweeted it on my time. <laughs> um, a lot of interesting footage. The first thing I saw was... Him saying that Harriet Tubman didn't really free any slaves. She just led slaves that were enslaved by uh, plantation owners um, to up working for other white people. Mm. So she never actually freed any slaves. Interesting. She was just, I guess he, it sounds like she was Indeed.com. Groundbreaking. Just helping people. He's got so much information. Find jobs. It's just. <sighs> on an industry that was optional. It was so crazy. At this point, like. <laughs> Y'all, Kanye, I feel like man. that guy. Leave Harriet alone. Like, let her rest in peace. I think we gotta leave Kanye alone. I think we gotta like let him be himself in a, his own little corner, uh, in his own little room with his family, etc., dealing with his own issues and thoughts, and not running for president. Uh, Agreed. Because it's too much. Like, you know, we can't listen to one album where he's saying, "Hey, I'm mentally." Um, I have, you know, mental issues mm-hmm. or I've been diagnosed with bipolar mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, etc. Um, and at the same time, still provide him these different platforms to kind of just mm-hmm. um, make a mockery of really like everything mm-hmm. um, and, I, and himself. And I feel and, and that I'm glad you said the myself part. I feel really bad that um, he clearly has some stuff going on. Um, and I don't think it's all necessarily just his diagnosis. I think some of that might be his personality, but also I just think he's an individual who's in a lot of pain. And I definitely think that like he's being exploited. I think mm. who like if you if that was, if I was Kim Kardashian, if this is my nigga, first of all, you're not running for president. Right. Uh, second of all, I'm committing you until you decide that you're going to take these meds. Mm. We get on a routine where you are really taking care of yourself because he also broke down at the event. He was talking about like how his son, his father wanted him aborted and his mom did not do that. Yeah, there's and no reason for to like there's, there's no like at that place where he was having that conversation, mm-hmm. that wasn't a place to have that conversation. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know if this was like him talking about like his platform against abortion. Yeah. But he was and then he started breaking down and saying screaming, I almost killed my daughter. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, does, does that mean like you try to make him have an abortion? Like I just yeah, it was yeah. very like incoherent. Then he yeah. yelled at another like um, black woman in the audience. Yeah, I, I did hear one thing where he said he was talking about the. Um, I think it was about. I don't know if it's about the aborting North mm-hmm. or North, right? I don't know. Nori. Yeah, I think it was Northwest. Um, but um, he was saying he he was he remembers when Kim Kardashian called him. Um, I guess to tell him that she was pregnant, but he but you know, I guess he didn't know what the what she wanted to call him about, so he thought. She, he was he, he was like oh man I hope that I didn't give Kim AIDS. What? And you didn't hear that part of the no. Yeah, apparently he said that too that he was worried about giving Kim AIDS, which is like, why would you be worried about that? It's, right, especially if you've never had that diagnosis. Yeah, he's off the rails. Yeah, he's at the very least. And I'm like, you know, those of you who are in his camp who really like are real supporters of Kanye West, as I hear a lot of people say, like, I'm fans, I'm supporter. He da da da. If y'all really cared about Kanye West, y'all would have been taking him to a place where he can really get some healing because it's heartbreaking, actually. Yeah, I mean, like, the person I see, I don't even recognize yeah. from the person that I, like, Slick grew up with yeah. as far as, you know, like, it's just a like the rapper that he is, rapper producer that he's been or whatever. Um, and, like, some of the stuff was, it, like, I think it would just been, like, a progression mm-hmm. of, like, what I'm, what we're seeing is like you know a, a couple um, people have described it as manic episodes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and which is you know possible, but like whatever it is, I don't kind of want to be a part of the enabling of it. Right, you know right, 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 right. It's, it's a weird situation that no everybody's just like people are just taking Kanye as like oh there goes Kanye. Like my manager, she had 
pinged me, I think, um, after I came back from like two days vacation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like work to talk about. Right, right, right. One of the first things she's like, oh, man, so Kanye West 2020, I'm like, look, you ain't say a shit about none of the other actual issues that matter. Like, let's not treat this as just like another, um, you know, just clown type right, right, of right, story. Right, 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 right. White people, quick PSA, stop talking to your black friends and colleagues only about black stuff. They should talk to like white people about black stuff. Yeah, like y'all been doing in those closed doors that we don't be in them rooms. Um, Yeah, Kanye, uh, honestly, seriously, you know, I've been a critic of Kanye. You know, I don't fuck with a lot of things that he's been saying, uh, regardless of whatever diagnosis he has. But seriously, Kanye, praying for you and some peace of mind. Would you wear some Yeezys if like a dude got you some? A dude has bought me Jordans before and I broke up with him because he didn't know me at all. Mm. Yeah, so no. Okay. I love shoes, but if you buy me some shoes that conflict with my values and morals, mm-hmm. it's problematic. Okay. Yeah, and let's say the purple Yeezys, those shits are fine, bro. Bro, what are you talking I about? I saw those purple <laughs> Yeezys, nigga. I was like, yo, Kanye, if you want, if you weren't how you were, I'd have bought them myself. Yo, they're fire. Uh, yeah, I'm sad I don't own them. Moving on. Okay. Um, in other sad celebrity news, Tamar Braxton um, has been hospitalized. Mm-hmm. Um, she was found unresponsive Is by that, her boyfriend. Uh, She's in the show, right? With um, uh, Braxton Tony Values. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't. Her, yeah, her and I all just, her sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like four of them, I think. Three of them. It's. Let me see if I can name them. Tony, mm. Tawanda, oh. Trina, Tracy, Tamar. It's five of them, and they have a brother. So it's six of them total. Okay. Let me tell them. Their parents. Their parents hate each other on the show, but at one point, y'all loved each other. And they loved the tea. <laughs> you, see what I did there? <laughs> you, you did a good job. Like, you did a good job. Their brother's name is Tony Mike. Tamar. He was like. Uh, no. He was like, I've had enough. I'm, no. We're done. I'm going to sign my own birth certificate. Is there any details about um, Tamar's uh, situation? So, um, her boyfriend found her unresponsive. Allegedly, she had been mm. drinking and taking some pills. Some people were speculating that it might have been a suicide attempt. Um, her camp has been like uh, saying that's not true. Um, she's still in the hospital. She is being observed, but they said she'll pull through. And uh, this is just something I, really, I want to say really quickly. So, people that know anything about Tamar Braxton. She has a really strong personality. She's like very opinionated. She comes off like this very like brash and confident woman. But a lot of times people like that are alone when they are in pain and they're going through things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like just because you see someone and that they give off like a strong aura, mm-hmm. like you need to check on them. Mm-hmm. Like check on your strong friends, check on the people that are always checking on you mm-hmm. or seem to always have it together. They don't always have it together. Is there a better, is there like a better way to check on those strong friends? Yeah, I, this is how I like for people to text me because I'm a strong friend. Bitch, I know you're not okay. What's going on? Just like call your strong friend out. What is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and if they're like, I'm fine, be like, no, there's got to be something going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm checking nobody's on you. fine. Nobody's fine all the time. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Also, like, there's got to be something that everybody's just dealing with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, check on your strong friends. It's important. Um, so, yeah, that's um, our pop culture segment. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. Um... I, uh, and it's really important that we talk about that also, um, not only because, you know, it happened and of mm-hmm. course we hope that Tamar gets better, yes. um, you know, praying for her and her family, but yes. also, you know, that it's minority mental health awareness month, right? Is that still July? Yes. Is today still July? It is July. God, we can't get rid of these months. For Bruh, July 20th. Like, so- we, we're almost done. We almost made it. July just got here, but it's been like, it feel like it's been here for like six months. One long ass day. Golly. But (laughs) um, I think August is the month. August is the month. Okay. That's the good one. I don't know. After what August Alcina pulled, I'm not sure. I fuck with August. There's no relation. (laughs) My spirit, my spirit is not settled. I think the the month of August is the month of entanglements. Oh, look. Well, hopefully I get entangled soon. Good luck. Because nigga, I need to be entangled. Um, next up, we have one of my favorite segments. What's that? Real news. Okay. So for those of you who are familiar with the podcast, this is one of our segments where we talk about things that we're watching, things that you may be watching. Um, real news. Umbrella Academy is a Netflix series. Season two comes out July 31st. I cannot wait. I'm really ready for July to be over so that I can start watching the series. What's it about? It's so great. It's based off of Misfits Misfits comics, um, superhero series. Um, it's about these kids that this um, billionaire, he adopts, like, some strange anomaly happens where, like, I think 20-something kids, they all get powers. And this one billionaire, he adopts, like, seven of them, and he forms them into a superhero team. 
But he really is not like trying to do this out of the kindness of his heart. He's like a mad scientist. Oh, so nice. He runs like experiments on the kids and like really fucks them up like emotionally and cool. physically and stuff like that. Okay. And so then they kind of grow up and the dad passes away. Oh, okay. And so that kind of forces them to all come back home um, to like kind of like lay him to rest. And then it kind of talks. Oh, so they leave. The, the Yeah, they all grow up and they fucking leave because he's a monster. And so he dies and comes back. And um, while they. Comes back. Yeah, they, they all, come back. They all come back. Oh, they say he came back. Oh, yeah, no. oh plot that, twist. That nigga did. So uh, they come back, and then it just kind of like tells the story of like what happened when they were growing up. You know why the mystery behind their father's death, and there's like an impending apocalypse that they're supposed to stop. Oh, okay. Yeah. So season one, if you haven't seen it, it's really interesting. Season two comes out uh, July thirty first. Me and my roommate, we are very excited right, about this show. Okay. You've been watching anything? Uh, yeah, so there's this new show uh, that came out, I don't know, some time ago. I can't remember okay. how long ago it was. Um, but it's a, a black guy. I don't know if you know Mark Curry. Yes, the comedian? So, yeah, yeah. Yes. So uh, Mark Curry, he plays like this uh, substitute teacher. Okay. Uh, he like moves in with the, his like two friends. Well, uh-huh. one friend and it's like her uh, her homegirl. So he moves in with these two women. Okay. And they, they so kind of like a threes company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. okay. yeah, yeah. And um and his name is Mr. Cooper. Okay. And they're all like usually just hanging out and you know hijinks and shit, uh-huh, uh-huh. obviously because that's uh-huh. what happens. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a great show. He's got like he comes out addresses the crowd. It's a real. Wait, uh, wait, wait, are are you talking about hanging with Mr. Cooper? Oh, so you, yeah, yeah, you've seen it. You got you must got like Hulu or something. You got like the new thing. Yeah, I also have the memories from when I was ten. Like that that show came out when <laughs> when I was a child. Really? Was, yeah, Raymond Simone was in it later. It wasn't like, that long ago. It, yeah, Holly Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great show. Oh, so you okay? All I'm right. not gonna take that from you. It's very I funny. Mean, okay, uh, great show. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess maybe I'm in. My algorithms are broken, or maybe they're fixed. Look, who knows? With, with the way that time is moving in 2020, nigga, you could be correct. What is time? What is? You know, I was I was thinking about it. I was like the other day. I was like, man, I gotta like stop waking up so late. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, what do I need more day for? Like, what, am I, what am I getting up for? Do I, need, do I need more day? Like, how productive do I, like, need or have to be every <laughs> single day? Like, I get, like, a couple days. All right, want to get some yard work done. But, I mean, 8 a.m.? What are we talking about? Bruh, I don't have a sleep schedule, so I don't never know when I'm going to get up. You know, I, I open my eyes, and I'm like, today is the day. I was missing traffic for a little bit. I was like, damn, You missed man. it? I missed traffic. I was like, yo, I kind of miss, like, sitting in traffic. Well, not sitting in traffic, mm-hmm. but... Sitting in traffic and being late somewhere. It's like an adrenaline rush that I just acknowledge that I get. But um, but I was like, man, I miss like, you know, being late, but in traffic, like trying to like maneuver. But then I like went to, uh, I went somewhere and I was like stuck in traffic and I was like, oh, I don't miss this shit. Let me have to, At all. Had to hit that left, right, get up out of that traffic. Bro, when I see traffic now, I'd be like, oh, I'm nervous. Why are all y'all You know out? what I'm saying? What all that coronavirus. Let me go home. I got places to be. At my house. Quarantine. Get away from all y'all. <laughs> uh, something else that people have been talking about recently. Uh, Nia Long and Omar Epps. Mm. They have a new movie out on Netflix called Fatal Affair. Yeah. It, yeah. Did you see it? I did not see it. Um, I saw the um, the backlash from it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody talking about their opinions of it. So I literally finished it today because I wanted to be able to talk about it on the podcast. That's why you're um, here. Well, we're all here. It was interesting. Like, you know, there's so many of these movies. I feel like, you know, the perfect guy obsessed. Like there's always these movies where it's like as a couple mm-hmm. and either the man or woman has an affair or gets a, gets a stalker and then yeah. like shit goes left. It was interesting seeing Omar Epps play a bad guy because he usually, you know, I haven't seen him in a movie in a while, mm-hmm. but also, like, I don't think I've ever seen him play, like, just a bad, like, a villain. Yeah, he's never playing, like, the antagonist in yeah. the show. That nigga was... I always liked his acting. He was crazy for real. Okay. Um, I... I still kind of like the movie. There were definitely parts that made me, like, jump, which is we- rare because I watch, like, a lot of scary movies, but there are definitely some scenes I was like, that's crazy as hell, so actually. is the, the show, does it have more acting, or does it have more... Like plot, which one does it do better or worse in? Mm. Or like, even if you want to talk about like the story or something, I'll say plot only because like when I think of movies like in this particular genre, like I don't think acting is like super important. I don't think people go like I'm going to win an Oscar for playing the stalker, mm. and then, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't ever think about the acting in these movies. I think people watch them because like you like to see the the drama of it. 
Um, but Omar Epps was actually amazing. He played the fuck out of that crazy. I mean, okay. he was. Is Nia Long still fine just for like an upgrade? A Bruh, break? Nia Long is a. She looks phenomenal. Okay. Someone tweeted, "Damn, how Nia Long still looked as good," and she responded, "Vitamin sex and yeah. minding my business." Yeah. I was like, "Well, I got two of those things." Yeah, that's why I got wrinkles behind my eyes. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm like, let me get on when Nia's on. Nia's on. No, she looks great. She looked phenomenal. Um. Yeah, like if you ever are bored, I would check it out. For those of you who like these kind of movies, like me, it, I actually kind of enjoyed it. Omar Epps, it was good seeing him. Okay, is it a good, like, you know, some movies are good for like movie night situations. Yes, definitely. Okay. It's definitely like stuff to talk about. Me and my roommate were in there cackling. We was mm -hmm. talking shit. We was like, oh shit, this nigga crazy. Okay. Rub it. Have it you was... ever had that kind of situation before? Where I had a stalker? Yeah. Yes. Oh, we talked about it at one time. Yes, on but, the podcast. But I mean, like, did that, anything ever happen from that? Like, it, Oh, you know, he was, he was stalking me, and mm -hmm. he thought he was crazy until he found out that I was really crazy. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, so he stopped stalking me. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all stalked people before, right? You no. know, let's go ahead and move on. <laughs> let's go ahead and move on. It's also. Like, don't even talk about college, right? I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, wait, what's happening? So, also on Netflix, the old guard, Charlize Theron, she has a new movie uh, where she is playing the leader of a group of immortals that are out uh, doing good throughout history. Is that what that movie's about? That's what the movie's about. Bro, I started watching that for like the first 10 minutes and then I, but I like turned it on knowing I was about to go to sleep. Right, right, right. I had no idea that's what we were going to. That's what it's about. Wow. Yeah, it was actually really good. Like, it ends on a cliffhanger. I really hope that it gets picked up for the next one. Um, and I really enjoyed the young black actress that's in it. Typically, you don't get to see like black women in a lot of action movies or mm -hmm. action roles. They get like uh, cast stereotype, and that's something she was talking about. And she killed it. Mm -hmm. She was like a great like addition to that. So you know, shout out to black women. You know, getting cast in roles that they typically wouldn't be in. They be doing that shit, bro. You know, one thing I've um, like just heard about recently. I, I just thought about it because you were talking about um, black women briefly, but um, the idea that black women like, you know, not to just always, um, I guess talk about how strong black women mm -hmm. are so so much. Um, and it was like an interesting concept, but I mean, it made sense because they were saying, you know, just saying like, oh man, black women, you guys are so strong. And while it, like the intention is to be more like complimentary, mm -hmm. I think um, in, in like a, on the back end kind of way, it's also very uh, like dismissive mm -hmm. with when trying to figure out like how to, not make them have to be so strong. Right, 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 right. No, 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 I feel that. Yeah, like, black women shouldn't have to be the backbone right. all the time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that. I just saw somebody tweeted, they were like, um, like, oh, man, hey, black women, you gotta, you guys got to, you're gonna, you know, you're, sorry, you're gonna have to, like, be the ones to, like, you know, save us in this whole situation. It's like a white person. And somebody commented, was like, that's not my business. Like, you need to take care of yourself. And yeah. I'm thinking, right, came out. And it's like, we can't just always, like, put our work that needs to be done from a societal level right on anybody's any one person's shoulders especially like just black right women. Black, especially when they're the most oppressed right in our Bla society black women spend enough time raising white kids you mm. need to grow the fuck up yeah historically L look it up for sure um so yeah old guard if you're looking for something like action-packed it was really cool um also tenants i heard bro what's going on bad news bears what's <laughs> bad news bears <laughs> Tenant, what's good? The coronavirus. She out here. Uh, she didn't got um, Tenant, which is a movie directed by Christopher Nolan, mm -hmm. and it's starring um, Denzel Washington's son, whose mm -hmm. name I can't remember. Fine. <laughs> yes. Is that his name? Young Denzel. <laughs> well, you got a young Denzel as yeah. Right. I'm like, hey, hey, what Lil else is there? Hey, Lil Zell. That's what I can call him, Lil Zell. Not Denny. No. You don't call him Denny. No, fuck, fuck Denny's. <laughs> Hey, but um, but so that movie got pushed back. Um, it was a like huge anticipated movie for like the last like year or so. I think I remember hearing yes. about this movie. But um, it was pushed back from July, uh, from mid July to like July thirty first, mm -hmm. and then it was pushed to August like fourteenth. And mm -hmm. now it's been pulled from Warner Brothers' schedule completely. And now they don't even know like what's going to happen with it. And I just don't. And they say it's mainly because of coronavirus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um. Like, what the fuck? The movie's done, so we don't understand what's going on. This is what I'm going to say. I get it. Y'all spend a lot of money on this movie. I saw the trailer. It looks phenomenal. It looks very Inception-like. Mm -hmm. So I get it. You spend a lot of money on the movie. You want to recap that. You want to make like sure. $200 million on it. Right. Hella money. More, more than yeah. I got right now. And um, right now. For now. 
And like, I get it. Like, you want to be able to recoup that. Hey, you already made the fucking movie. Just release the motherfucker so we can see it. Like, yeah, they got everybody taking an L. Yeah, like it just is what it is. Rona has been inconvenient for lots of people. Stop taking things away from us. Yeah. I want to see Lil Zale. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure it's a great movie, man. Like, hopefully, Christopher Nolan is one of my favorite year. directors and um and writers. Uh, Dark Knight. Hello. Hello. Do I need to say more? Nope. I don't think so. Nope. Um, and you know, just it's just so much, right? So, uh, so yeah. Oh, well, that was real news. <laughs> real unfortunate news. Right, real sad news. I got some real great news, though. What's going on? So, uh, the next time we have real news, probably, yes. this can be confirmed, but the next time we're, uh, we're going to have a insider from the real news world. Like a Hollywood insider? Like a Hollywood insider. We're going to have uh, um, Miss Dion Richardson. Okay. And she's going to be talking about um, her work in the in the TV and film industry. I'm super excited mm-hmm. because anybody that knows me loves, I love the TV and film. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love it. Uh, and she's going to be willing to spill some tea out here. So, okay, well, uh, well, well, spill the motherfucking tea. Let me get I mean, my teacups. I can't speak for her. Get, you your, know, just, get, your, get your teacups. Get your teacups. Okay. I gotta, Actually, get your audacity candles. Hello. Because whatever she says, we're going to have to let that burn once that's all said and done. Yeah, we're going we gonna to definitely have to erase the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Edit. Yo, so on the political front, you were telling me a little about Epstein's judge. What's going on? So there's a, okay, so a, okay, so a judge. Okay. um, I would grab her name, but I I don't want to like. At this point, she's going to be a witness protection. Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there's a judge that is uh, over one of the Epstein like cases and Mm kind of involved with that whole situation. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that, you know, um, one of his. Um, female associates mm-hmm. is the one that is um, kind of being invested or talked to now because mm-hmm. she has like a lot of evidence or mm-hmm. just information about like all the goings on about um, his pedophile. Yeah, she was the madam. Situ- yeah, yeah exactly. essentially she was the one that like booked who all the people's like the clients, she mm-hmm. would send them right. the underage uh Kids. Yeah, yeah, yes, you, yes. I know I, it's difficult to say. Yeah, I don't. Ugh, I just it's disgusting. But okay. anyway, so that was the last update. So most recently, there, um, the judge that was kind of involved with one of the mm-hmm. cases, um, someone had knocked on her door mm-hmm. and uh, dressed in like a FedEx costume, mm-hmm. not costume, um, uniform. uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and knocked on the door, shot whoever answered the door, who happened to be her son, shot her son. Uh, he died, and later walked in the house. Um, shot a, shot her husband, but he's injured, but not he didn't she uh, he didn't kill him. Oh my god! Um, and the judge was downstairs, like in the basement, like working on something else. So people are, were first speculating that like, oh man, this is like a warning or right, like, right, right, some right. kind of like intimidation, exactly, or uh-huh. even like in a like an assassination attempt, or right? Something a hit, like that. exactly. Um, so that was the beginning, but then today came out that um, that suspect. The shooter. Um, the shooter uh-huh. um, was actually found dead today. So, you know, you we loose, are living in a fucking movie. You got loose ends to tie up sometimes. Bruh, know? we were talking about this off camera, but I'm going to say it. Nigga, if you are going to be in this game, if you're going to be in a Sasson, like, you need to be the kind of assassin where, like, the people that hire you are also afraid of you. You got to be, you got to already be, like, Jason Bourne level assassin. Yes! Like Mr. You, and Mrs. Smith. You can't be trying to make a name for yourself during any of this kind of Epstein stuff, you know, or any of that. Any, like, yeah, any of that stuff. Right. You got to be killing niggas like Carol, okay? You, you got to have people afraid of John Wick the Boogeyman. Yeah. Like, you got to have, like, otherwise. You got to be feeding niggas the tigers, yeah. okay, and getting away with it. Yeah. That is intense, bro. Well, I hope they keep her safe. Yeah. That That's how you know it's, it's some real foul shit going on that they just don't want out. But I mean, like, with that, with all that being said, we was talking about this. Who was I talking? I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. We were like, yeah, man, if, you know, because we heard about the judge story like a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, we were like, if the judge or if the person that, you know, comes up um, that was a suspect comes up like, you know, dead or something like mm-hmm. that. We know like they like the government is really like, yeah, not the government, but somebody is really trying like, to keep it on the hush, trying to keep that mm-hmm. thing on the hush. Cause, uh, Oh my goodness. Yes. It's wild out here. Bro. I Well, I'm going to be praying for her family. You know, the loss of a child. I just really hate to hear that. Yeah, man. Um, and I hope her husband, um, the wish him a speedy recovery mm-hmm. and I'm um, girl, you know, hopefully just don't let this scare you, you know, just uh, hopefully the good people, We'll be keeping her safe so that um, 
we can really find out what the fuck is going on because that is disgusting. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's so many crazy things that's um, like happening right now. And like, for example, you know, you heard about the Portland situation. How they been snatching niggas up. Bruh, like when you say they, you mean like federal in quotation marks agents because y'all can't see me. Um, <laughs> that don't have any badges. They just have like some kind of, you know, um, bulletproof vest on mm-hmm. or duct tape that say police. And, and they'll just, um, and they'll kind of go, I, they've been, there's been videos about them, um, approaching protesters mm-hmm. in, in Portland. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, because Donald Trump has, he has sent federal agents mm-hmm. down there. Um, they've been like taking people and throwing them in the back of like regular ass cars, mm-hmm. uh, marked vehicles. Exactly. So I'm like, I don't understand how that is any different. Like, how is anybody supposed to know anything at that point? Right. Like, it's if people terrifying. Get, if people get like kidnapped off the street with somebody wearing a shirt with police on it, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, do we just keep going about your life? Like, what's the situation? And this has been going on for a while in Portland, and I just, I'm really curious. Like, 40 like days or something. Any like of the people like that know people that have been taken, like. Have if has have any of them been released back? Mm-hmm. And if they have, like, please report on that. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to know, like, if you were taken, what happened, what's going on, and if no one has been returned, that's even more important. Yeah, absolutely. News. And I think so. It's it's kind of like um, stretched a little bit. Sorry about that, but it's stretched a little bit because um, in Chicago, um, Donald Trump has said that he's going to start sending some federal agents down to Chicago, also. Like today, I think that came out. Oh my goodness! CNN reported, um, and it's just, I mean, it's just it's so wild because you know when um, ICE was taking mm-hmm. immigrants, mm-hmm. right, um, and throwing them and throwing people in cages, mm-hmm. you know, separated from from families. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people didn't pay attention, but this is mm-hmm. the this is why. Like the thing is about like when you don't speak up for other people, mm-hmm. like there is nothing stopping that that same, um, I guess force or power mm-hmm. to come for you next. It's like the old saying, I forget who says this, but it's like first they came for mm-hmm. the blacks, then they came yeah. for the, you know, Jews, then they mm-hmm. came for the gays, and then when there was no one left, mm-hmm. they came for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like don't think that you cannot become the oppressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's important that like we really like start to speak more vocally and like when you see something wrong, like say something. Yeah. Um I would be remiss if I didn't mention this, someone who was always advocating for people getting in good trouble. Um, we lost, um, two civil rights pioneers. This is tough. Um, we lost John Lewis, Mm -hmm. who served, um, as the congressional representative for Georgia for 33 years, Mm -hmm. um, at the age of 80. And then we also lost C.T. Vivian at Mm -hmm. the age of 95, another pioneer in civil rights. 95. When I saw that, I was like, to be alive almost a century. Yeah. All the things he must have seen. Yeah. Um, just, you know, a very, very like 2020, I don't know what else you can like take from us, but that was tough. Yeah. C.T. Vivian being born in what, 1925 or 26 mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that. But, um, it's, it's, it's amazing, man. Uh, John Lewis is one of my favorite, um, like just heroes just mm-hmm. over the last like 20 years, um, you know, specifically, mm-hmm. but like he, uh, he has a book, uh, like a, a graphic novel, um, March. Um, had, which has like three parts, and it kind of visualizes um, um, this, the Selma March specifically. Mm-hmm. I know March One does, and I, uh, I have all three of them. But I was like, um, but I know I think they like recently um, kind of made them available again mm-hmm. to purchase. But I mean, either way, just uh, John Lewis has all his work on you know civil rights, and people um, have been trying to like bring up some of their negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, Opinions or you know just mm-hmm. um, some of the things they don't agree with in his um, uh, political mm-hmm. career, and it's 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 like come on, like what are we talking about? Yeah, right I don't now? care. Uh, Uninterested. Un- like exactly. yeah, th- this man was arrested forty-five times. Come on, forty-five times. Like he was history. He was a pioneer. Um, also, like a huge civil rights activist, but also for LGBT rights. He was a fierce LGBT ally. Um, yeah. Yeah. Love you, John Lewis. Thank you, C.T. Vivian. Uh, thank you for your legacy. Um, we stand on your shoulders and, um, we just want to, you know, keep their families in our prayers. Yeah, most definitely. Real talk. Um, speaking of more political news, Roger Stone, um, you know, Mr. Uh, pardon. Yeah, he went to jail. Wait, what? Yeah, no, uh, Trump pardoned his crooked ass. No, he went to jail. And then he got out. What? He did. 
He's a free man. Damn, yeah, I don't think even think he went to jail for like a couple of days. I don't even think he went to jail for days after yeah, no. he was convicted. No, it might have been seconds. Yeah. They might have been like guilty and Trump was like, aha. Right. What did he do? Um, so Roger Stone, I think, was, you know, like white collar crime, like, you know, fraudulent, embezzling, mm-hmm. just, you know, cro- just crookedness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I thought this was really interesting because he is one of Trump's close friends mm-hmm. and um, he screwed a lot of people over. And then, of course, Trump pardoned him and people were like very outraged. Like even a lot of politicians were like, this is like he was found guilty in like the, the court of law. Like this right. is not like. You know, maybe Conjecture. he did this. People were like, yeah. no, he's guilty. He was guilty. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Trump pardoned him. Now, what's interesting is Roger Stone was on a podcast recently um, with uh, this guy that runs his podcast, African American Man. And um, they were talking about the criminal justice system and how unfair it is. Roger mm-hmm. Stone was saying that, like, you know, the criminal justice system isn't fair. And yes, I know I was found guilty, but it, they just don't treat people right. And da 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 da. And um, the host of the podcast, he was like, yes, I agree with you. There are thousands of people that have really honestly been screwed over innocent people by, you know, an unjust criminal justice system. He was like, you cannot sit up here and tell me that you being friends with Donald Trump and him pardoning you, you are not lucky and privileged. Like you are not someone that was screwed over by the justice system. You are someone who is lucky enough to like be privileged enough to be friends with the president. Mm -hmm. And even though you are guilty, he pardoned you. That's not them treating you unfairly. To which Roger Stone responds, um, I don't want to sit up here and argue with this Negro. Oh, like third person? He even yes. took him out of the conversation. Yes. <laughs> he said it, and it sounds like in his mind, I don't know if he thought he was on mute or because he was definitely talking to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so the host was like, excuse me? Do, do you have something to say, Roger? And then mm. Roger, you know, he sighs. He's like, <sighs> and then he's like, I heard you. Do, do you want to repeat yourself? Mm-hmm. And then that's, that's the clip that I heard. That's kind of when it ends. Another prime example of white people doing white things. Hate to see it. Like, bruh, like, Hate to see it. you're mad because someone's trying to hold you accountable. You already got off at this bro, point. Just be honest. You shouldn't even be doing podcasts. But what if are you that's doing? That's going to bother you, bro. Like, obviously, that's what some, like, anybody can ask you that question. If you, like, are just in the same space, they're like, hey, man, like, you know, you kind of, like, got over on this whole yes. crime thing. Yes. And he, like, you can't be like, ugh. I'm not going to be arguing with this insert, like right, whatever, slur. whatever slur that mm-hmm. you want to use to describe a person mm-hmm. because like this Negro, like what is that? What is it? That's what? how I know he's an old white man. That's how you know, Negro. bro. Negro. What? What? That's all. That, what are you trying to do? Like, like they always think that one calling us a Negro is going to like do a thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like. Like, oh, I'm not even supposed to be having this conversation with this person that's right, beneath, right, like, beneath bro, me. You you don't even realize how amazing black people are using that kind of conversation. You know, period. It's crazy. So yeah, Roger Stone, you're trash. You will continue to be trash. And you know, I'm gonna say this karma, mm-hmm. and that's that. Uh, one of your favorite segments is next. Who's that? Audacious Sports. Hey man, it's about damn time. What? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> There is so much happening in this whole sports world, mm-hmm. even though nothing is like scientifically supposed to be happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> We're mm-hmm. supposed to be at the house, but um, there's there's so much going on. Like where there be like uh, some of our more famous athletes are talking about they're not gonna be participating in the sports, but more, but most imp- uh, not most importantly, more notably, actually, mm-hmm. I probably say they are actually going to be starting training camp this week in the NFL. To kind of like start getting the ball rolling, literally, literally, um, in uh, football, and I think basketball is coming up. Um, I think they're down in the bubble right now already. All the NBA players are down in Orlando, um, but you know, in, in in the NFL, you know, they're still having the games in their respective cities. Right, right, right. So um, they're just—it's kind of interesting seeing like the different sports um, um, take on how to like maneuver right, right, right. around this whole virus and everything. Yeah, I saw um, Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson's tweets and how they were like, Russell Wilson was like, you know, I have a pregnant wife and the NFL is purposely ignoring all the recommendations for safety precautions and y'all are not taking it seriously and I'm not playing with my pregnant wife. Other um, notable athletes have been coming out, speaking out against it like, y'all expect me to come to training, but y'all still do not know how y'all are going to keep people safe. I'm not coming. Yeah. And so... I, maybe there won't be a return to sports because, like, yeah. at this point, like, I, you, I'm not gonna blame anybody for not wanting to like put themselves at risk or their families. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I mean, even outside of the like the sports and stuff, stuff, right? Mm-hmm. The idea of um, 
like outside of sports, they st- you still have just regular people sometimes blaming each other for taking coronavirus seriously, mm-hmm. like you know on a, like a normal basis. Like, oh wow, you really gonna wear that mask? And we're like, bro, like yes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, um, so if we take that to the sports world, and we can't blame any of these athletes to your point about like just looking out after themselves and their own family's mm-hmm. well being, because mm-hmm. why would you? You know, we, like while the basketball teams is different because there's like. Not different, but it's less people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's 15 players on a team, right, and you know, right. have the assistant coaches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the NFL has 53 players on a so team. So many people. They used to have all the coaches. Yes. They have all the trainers, yes. all the health. Like there's, yep. there's just the. It impacts a lot of people. It impacts too many people. Mm-hmm. Um, baseball. Uh, oh, speaking of baseball, they're going to be having there. You know, I don't think there's going to be as many fans or any fans. At the actual game, mm-hmm. uh, I know for NFL they're going to have forty percent um, of the crowd who is going to be mostly season ticket holders. Who's ever a season ticket holder, they can come to the game. This just keeps getting worse <laughs> and worse as idea. I hear you talking about it. What? Idea. Yeah, they've con- so the Falcons they've contacted some of their season ticket holders and said they will be allowed to go to the games. Um, but I don't th- I don't know about anybody else. I don't know if they can resell tickets or anything <laughs> like that. It's, it's a mess, but. Um, for one of the, the opening day for the Washington Nationals, mm-hmm. Dr. Fauci, um, you know, the number one person everybody's kind of been listening mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. when it comes leading to expert. The, mm-hmm. the leading expert. Thank you. Um, he's going to be throwing out the first pitch for the Washington Nationals baseball game hmm. on opening day. Hmm. So, yeah, there's no. Uh, so he's just going to be at the sports event after he done told everybody. Yeah. Watch out for Rona. Yeah. All right, well, Dr. Fauci, if you if you get sick, what, what we gonna do? We need you. We need, hey, Doc. We need you like we need Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Hello, she, <laughs> hey, hey, Ruth. I don't know if y'all heard about Ruth, but Ruth was back in the hospital uh, fighting um, a battle with cancer that she's been having on and off, and she said she's back on chemo. Mm-hmm. She doesn't plan on stepping down. Ruth, you got a girl. We need you to last. Yeah. At least until February. Exactly. Okay. Hold on, please. Please, Ruth. You said February. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I don't give a fuck who they say is the president in November. Hopefully it won't be Trump. Um, but he's still in there until January. Yeah. You got to yeah. stay, sir. Yeah. So y'all, send all your positive prayers and energy to uh, RBG. Send us some vitamin RGB. C. Vitamin C. Uh, what else? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Right. Send me some vitamin D. Okay? okay. I need it. Okay. I'm lacking. You know what? I'm not gonna forget about white shit this time. <laughs> it's time for white shit. You're right. I agree. hundred yes. <laughs> percent. What's going on in white shit? I got you. Things that white people do. No. You know what? This time it's, it's not. It's not. It's not the white people. I mean, it is the white. It's always the white people. Okay. okay. It's white shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this is this is a twofer. Okay. This is not only things that white people do. Okay. But this is, is one of our older segments that we've had before. Niggas doing white shit. Niggas doing white shit. Niggas doing white shit. I have a former classmate uh-huh. that. Um, <laughs> Posted on Facebook, uh-huh. and he posted um, two pictures of him at the Capitol downtown. Okay, and his sign said, um, "The race war is a distraction." Mm. Number one. Okay, and then number two sign said, "All black, white, and blue lives matter." Mm. Um, so black, white, and blue, because I guess he's talking about avatars. Yeah, he must be. Must be because mm-hmm. policemen aren't. That one girl that ate the, the blueberry at the oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the uh, Willy Wonka. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Blueberry bitch. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, but uh-huh. I had a little time to kind of voice my opinion on what he said. Mm-hmm. And um, I basically was just kind of saying, like, it's a shame you're getting about, like, 5,000 shares and, and likes on Facebook because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't even realize, like, the negative, like, the negative impact of this whole like just rhetoric, right? Who is sharing it? Um, white people, of course, because they <laughs> they love seeing black people say things that validate their very wrong yeah. opinions. Because, yeah. like, to be honest, like saying that the race wars is a distraction, like young man, as a black person, do you even know your history? Come on, Since dude. we have been here in this country, our ancestors, mm-hmm. like we have been oppressed in different forms: slavery, Jim Crow, yeah. uh, voter suppression rights, uh, the prison pipeline, the, mm-hmm. the the crack epidemic. Like mm-hmm. I could go on and on and on. The redlining. Like, Bruh, like the gentrification, the gerrymandering. It, 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 it is like off and out police brutality. You know what I'm saying? Education. Like, we did not start a race war. We were brought here and then mistreated and continue to be mistreated. We can't go at, at we can't go to war 
with something that we've been like already at a like we were already behind. Right. So it was like we, we never are reacting. We're reacting like yeah. we're in spite of mm-hmm. this oppression. Thriving. Thriving in spite you, of you this. You can't kill us. You know? Um so I had a little time to kind of like, you know, voice my opinion on that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And uh I was called a racist by uh, one of his uh, not one of his, but somebody that Mm-hmm. saw it and mm-hmm. agrees with him. Mm-hmm. Someone called me a racist. There was like seven posts on on my mm-hmm, response. Mm-hmm. One was, uh, oh, I see that you're a racist. Another person said, oh, you're a part of the problem. Another person said, you'll never get far, you know, being like acting that way or doing that. Some some, some idiotic statement that right. I kind of just, right. I responded to all of them because I had time. You had time. <laughs> We're but, in a pandemic. That's all I got. But, uh, but yeah, I figured it was just a, a good place. Like, even if that wasn't his intention mm-hmm. and he doesn't agree with those people, mm-hmm. that's what his rhetoric and yep. that, that conversation yep. allowed for. It adds you know, fuel to that fire. They're weaponizing mm-hmm. your, like, your, like, not even ignorance, your inconsideration of just people that, like, look like you, mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'll say your ignorance, because you were ignorant as fuck for posting that. I think that a lot of people have, like, these ideas of ways to, like, if you want to say, like, I don't want to be divisive. I know that it takes all people to combat police brutality. Like there are different ways to phrase that, but to say like all white, black and blue lives matter, what you're also doing is leaving out Latin lives. You're leaving out, you know, brown lives. You're yeah. le- you know what I'm saying? Like you're missing like a bigger mark. Yeah. And what you're doing, like you said, is like allowing yourself to be weaponized exactly against and, your own people. And because you're missing the mark, i.e. Kanye, right? Mm-hmm. It's that it's that same kind of it's in that same conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and what are you exploited. protesting was my question. Yeah. You know, like, are you saying that white like are you protesting the people that are protesting for those lives? You're just down there in support of which doesn't make sense mm-hmm. because you would be at the Capitol mm-hmm. having some kind of background mm-hmm. or something, some kind of stance to stand on. So Hmm. I just thought that was uh, some good white shit to bring to the to the people. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. like people just you know th- think a little harder about your messaging. Maybe just, think less. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think he was. Oh, that's yeah. True. I don't. I don't that's think true. he was thinking. Good. Yeah. Um. Last but not least, mm-hmm. another one of my favorite segments. Oh yeah. It's time to let it burn. We gotta get it out of and here. And before we let it burn, once again, those candles are for pre-order. You can DM me at Warren's World eighteen. You yeah. can DM Jamie at say less. Jamie, J-M-E. You, you can also DM us at our Audacity IG, The Audacity, J-M-E, and Warren. Mm-hmm. Hit me up on Facebook, too, at The Audacity Podcast, or Twitter, yep. The Audacity Podcast. We're out here, guys. Email. Hit us up. Uh, MySpace. <laughs> he, Jamie's on MySpace. Tagged. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Bro, that was early. That was early. Don't nobody know about tagged. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Y'all, if you're trying to get the candles, I know our website's not up yet, but it is coming. You can definitely DM us and we will get you the information you need. Yep, so, yep, yep. um, letting it burn. You want to go first? Sure, I can go first. What are you letting burn? You know, it's been a time. Okay. Uh, been thinking, having some uh, positive thoughts. Um, but also with that, when you take that emotional inventory, sometimes you're like, oh shit, I didn't realize there was little negative thoughts over here. And um, so what I'm letting burn is Letting the negative thoughts and like the negative energy and just actually just clearing it out, you know, kind of like a vacuum. And it's not like how when you're, you know, when you're vacuum cleaning, you have like dirt, but you know, you get rid of that dirt and you're like, okay, cool. But then some time later comes and you're like, oh, snap, I didn't realize this was here. You got to clean it again. Mm -hmm. So this was just another one of those moments where we're like, you know what, let's just go ahead and do a a deep clean, get rid of some of this negative energy. So I love that. Thank you. I do too. Real talk. Thank you. All right, guys. How about yourself, man? What are you letting burn today? <laughs> anything out there? There's nothing, anything pressing, right? Just a bunch of normal stuff. What I'm letting burn this week is me having too much chemistry with niggas that I just met. I could have chemistry with a plant. Okay. I am a people person. I like people. I think I have a pretty fun personality. That's what people tell me. And I know that like, because I'm personable Mm -hmm. and I make connections Mm -hmm. easily, like Mm -hmm. when I'm dating or just like trying to get to know someone, um, a lot of these niggas, they they be falling in love real quick. I was talking to a dude, we've been talking maybe uh, a week and he was like, I showed one of my friends your picture and she was like, we made such a good couple and I agree. And I was like, what? We haven't met in person because it's a pandemic. Why is he telling you that? Also, <laughs> right. Like, don't don't share stuff like that with me because you're going to scare me away because I'm gone now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm gone. I'm gone. Gone. Like, like Justin. <laughs> I'm out of here. Like, 
<laughs> I, um, yeah, like it just, it isn't like cool. And so I think I may just have to maybe dial it back and not be as personable. I feel that. So I'm going to let burn being too personal up front. I dig that. Yeah. Man, Cause I think it's me at this point. Like I'm going to just reel it back. Mm-hmm. So like, cause it's just too much. Yeah. I done fell in love like three times in July. So I feel you, bro. I feel you. Falling. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, we are letting it burn for the Audacity Podcast because this podcast is what? Lit. It's lit. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of the Audacity. We love you so much. Um, we have our handles. We have handles. Handles and candles. Handles and candles. Sound like my Friday night. <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the 51st episode. Yeah. Yo, 51 episodes. Hey, man. It's been a great time. 51? Until the future, though. Bye.